at the party, Richter. And welcome back to See You at the Party, Richter. Uh, with me, as always, is Aaron Frescas and uh, Chris Chapman. And we are back with the hottest one-testicled uh, photographer slash open mic comedian in the country. Not North America. There's a guy in Canada. But just in the country, uh, <laughs> Richard Provencio. Uh, welcome back. Thanks for joining us, Richard. Oh, thanks for having me back, guys. Thanks for, yeah. And thanks for not making fun of my ball. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I was talking about little rubber balls, but yeah. It's... Oh, right, right, right. I wasn't talking about testicles. <laughs> but... Anyhow, uh, so we're going to get into this uh, movie summary here. So, Chris, go ahead and take it away. Absolutely. What movie are we doing, just so I know? Oh. <laughs> yes. Got a um, whole pile of movies in front of him. You can't, you know. That's true. No, I wrote, I've pre-written all the summaries. I've just... uh, it's called Red Heat, I believe. Um, <laughs> got it. No, this is actually a jingle all the way. Um, you probably knew that because it says so when you pick the podcast. But if you don't, well, then fuck it. We listen to jingle all the way. So enjoy. Uh, yeah, I like how you say that. Like, like a, like a. You're listening to yeah, it jingle like all the jazz. way. Like, like a radio <laughs> DJ. You're listening to jingle all the way radio. KKPS. Yeah, this would be a good spot if you can put in some like uh, betting music and have him throw yeah. it to Chris, like some Christmas jingle. Like that was uh, <laughs> uh, Peter Neckler with uh, jingle bells, and now we're gonna throw it to okay. Chris with jingle all the way. <laughs> you can call us at five 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 KPSM. Get your request in for drive time hour. Uh, we're coming up next with traffic and weather. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> cool. Uh, we begin this movie at the climax of an episode of Turbo Man, seeing the uh, titular superhero saving President Hedley Lamar's son from uh, his arch nemesis, Demento. Is that really uh, Hedley But that was the son? president? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> completely different question. <laughs> Harvey Corman was playing the president in that fucking in that show, an old fat Harvey Corman who was Hedley Lamar and uh, uh, oh, oh oh gotcha gotcha not yeah, Hedy yeah. Lamar dumb I, I, yeah I see that uh, such a bad placing saddles joke okay <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to note that this movie fucking starts at two hundred miles per hour. <laughs> Yeah, like if you don't remember how this movie starts, then having the loud ass action music with the jetpack sound be your introduction is just kind of jarring. Um, and it does a really good job at replicating Power Rangers, which last episode is uh, what Aaron mentioned, which is kind of what the movie was based off of. Mm-hmm. It just super looks like a Power Rangers show. Uh, we reveal a young Anakin Skywalker watching the show. Uh, we find out his actual name is Jamie, and he's got a deadbeat dad who is at work instead of getting ready to watch his karate presentation. Okay, so watching watching that made me feel embarrassed that I used to watch Power Rangers. Like if I was my dad, I would have judged. The f- <laughs> I would have judged the fuck out of me. Like what the fuck are you watching? Yeah. Like I I could probably still watch it, but it would be like this is not good. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, man, this show is fucking cool. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'd still watch it just kind of like, uh, all right, well, especially if I showed it to Erica, I'm like, what are you talking about? This isn't that bad. <laughs> Come on. Honestly, it was, like, way less cringy than going back and watching. Like, I used to have the first episode of Power Rangers on videotape, and they were, like, fucking, like, the black one was breakdancing and shit in the first episode. I don't know. It just <laughs> is kind of cool. No, I never watched Power Rangers, but I did watch VR Troopers. But oh, I think it was that is. it was uh, like, uh, you, you know, when they have like the show the budget Rangers. Yeah, it's like, you know, they have like the office and then parks and rec. You know, it's like eh, it's like not a spinoff, but kind of a spinoff. 
Gotcha. But I think that was just more of a matter of the time of day that it was on. Did it still have like shitty production uh, value? Yeah, but they didn't splice in the uh, Japanese fight scenes like they do in Power Rangers. <laughs> but also, the Pink Ranger was in VR Troopers, and good lord, I was in love with her. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, from here we go to an office Christmas party where Ar- where we see Arnold, uh, who is Jamie's dad, and he actually is working. Uh, selling furniture, I think, to uh, to a bunch of rubes, telling each one of them that they are his uh, number one customer. Uh, and as he's selling his ass off, his assistant tries to get him out the door in time to make it to the uh, karate presentation, but he fucking ignores her, even though she's made it clear that she has already warned him several times. We also see him using like the the hand press thingy, the oh yeah, yeah little like workout the... mm-hmm. hand press. I can't remember. I don't know what those are called. I, ain't big. I have no idea, but. <laughs> Like, is that what he does? Like, does he actually go to the gym or is that how he gets, like, that massive body? Or do you think he's, like, actually, like, delivering the mattress, mattresses himself? <laughs> like, he does it like how he carries stuff in Commando and Running Man and just throws over his shoulder while wearing a tank top. He's like, your mattress is here. And then just, like, tosses it down. I, don't know. I think it's just important to him to, to let everyone know that while he may be a workaholic absentee father, that he is... At least pumping some sort of iron yeah. while doing that. Yeah, but I'm that. not getting fat, and that would be the real shame, right? <laughs> right. No dad bod uh, for me. <laughs> you have a bad childhood, but at and. least I look good, you know? <laughs> uh, his wife then calls him uh, to remind him, which means, like, he was literally given every fucking chance in the world to make it to this goddamn karate presentation and still leaves late. But anyway... He his wife calls to ask him where the fuck he is. He promises her that he'll be there. He'll meet them at the karate presentation and that he's leaving right now. But then he accidentally gives her his fucking number one customer line as he hangs up the phone instead of saying anything normal because he might be a fucking pathological liar. I'm not sure. Also, I think their marriage is just in trouble. Like, yeah, it's a kind of rings throughout this whole movie. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh. So he he does decide to leave after talking to his wife because he really fucked up at the end there, uh, but immediately runs into traffic. Um, We then go to the actual karate presentation, which is at the kid's school, I think. Uh, We meet the neighbor, Ted, and father to Jamie's friend, Johnny. And Ted is played by Phil Hartman, and he is clearly fucking his way through the neighborhood based on how all all the other moms treat him. (laughs) Yeah, he's sexed up some ladies because it, it it seems like it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I will say Arnold definitely had problems in 1996 with traffic because you know obviously traffic in this movie and then also and um, <clears throat> Eraser. <laughs> uh, you know he finally gets to the zoo and Vanessa Williams like you're late and he's like traffic. So that was definitely something that Arnold had to deal with back in '96. <laughs> Even the best of us couldn't escape. Ninety six is a notorious a bad year for traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yep, L A was backed up that entire year. Yeah, they nicknamed it nineteen traffic six. I remember that. The the movie that would come out a couple of years later, Traffic, that was actually based on nineteen ninety six. Mike Grandma's husband died watching that movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad the traffic was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's not a lie. Like they wouldn't watch traffic, Jesus and then Christ. he had a heart attack and died. Wait, in so, the theater? Uh, yeah. Or what? Fuck. I mean, I don't know if he died in the theater. We had a heart attack in the theater, and they like you know took him in the ambo. Well, I guess that's in the traffic jokes. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember my car, right. my first car, Don? That, oh, you, uh, was yeah, that? The T-Bird? Yeah, that was his car. Okay. Joe had a car so, called Don that we used to uh, drive around in? I don't know. Yeah. This was like before drinking, <laughs> so it was like we we did, you, you, you know, when you do stuff to where you just explain to someone else, and you're like, they're like, why? I'm like, it was fun at the time. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know. It was really funny. Yeah, that's the best shit. When I was a uh, when I was a uh, ki- like when we were sixteen or seventeen, and one of my f- best friends got his license, and he had like a ninety two Ford Probe, and we would have been in two thousand two or two thousand three. Um, we would drive around in like shopping, like strip mall parking lots where there's a lot of people like outside eating and just like walking around, and we would blast. Uh, it's not three six mafia. It's like someone re- tangentially related to them, but the, that song that's like ass and titty ass and titty we just pump that super loud and drive like two miles an hour <laughs> and that was like the shit that we did so yeah speaking of uh my grandma and ford probes uh one of my grandma's jokes was um no before she met don she's like oh yeah i got a new got a new boyfriend he's a proctologist he drives a ford probe <laughs> that was my grandma's joke so uh, we cut back to Arnold in traffic now as he decides he's going to drive on the fucking shoulder to get around traffic. He's just like decides to be a giant asshole to make up for being such a giant asshole uh, to get around all the traffic. This might be the first and only time I've ever seen hap- like someone get a ticket for that because usually when someone does it, I'm like, fuck that person and then just go. But yeah, yeah. definitely. It only happens in movies. I always hope that's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, it only happens in movies. Uh, and it happens in this movie. Uh, he is somehow surprised when a motorcycle cop pulls him over. Um, and then when the cop pulls him over, he acts impatient, like, immediately. And so the cop starts fucking with him, makes him get out of the car and do all the uh, drunk driving shit. Which, he has him recite the alphabet backwards. Is that a real thing? Like, has anybody ever been asked to do that? I think if they want to fuck with you, they... I think that's only like a TV thing. I, like that was in a lot of TV shows and movies in like the nineties. Because I wouldn't be able to do that fucking stone cold. Yeah, so no cool. way. Like I, there's no way I would be able to figure out the order of the letters backwards. Well, one yeah. of us got a Dewey, and I'm, I was, I was I'm not going to name any I'm names. Try, I'm trying to think of what they did, <laughs> and I think it was just a. I don't even remember if they did the the touch the thing. Touch your nose. Yeah. I see, which is probably not a good sign that it like <laughs> probably a sign that's why I got it. But uh, uh, I can't even remember if they did that. I know that the, the breathalyzer. Once they did that, it was like, okay, well, you need to. There, there were actually. Grant, Let me say the alphabet. I can do it backwards, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just did the alphabet backwards. Um, that cleared me, right? Like, why are you yeah. arresting me? Uh, well, we took yeah, your yeah, uh, blood no, alcohol. No. I'm like, why don't you start with that then, dickhead? <laughs> like, maybe just breathalyze me right away, asshole. Don't make me go through this song and dance shit. Yeah. If you're not even going to give me a chance, I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> exactly. Just arrest me. Take me away. You know what? Screw this whole thing. I'm going home. <laughs> uh, but as far as this scene goes, um, with what happened last year, it did not age well for the Minneapolis police. He's like, last thing I want is a private citizen being disappointed in my service. It's like, oof. Yeah. Um, also, just like what a dream world that is, like, would be, like, where... I, I think it's just called being white. Yeah, I was about to say, it's yeah, totally. like, the only person who comes off worse than the cop is the white dude using his privilege to get away with bullshit with yeah. the cop. Like, 
Totally. Well, uh, okay, so apparently that cop is his. The actor's name is Robert Conrad, who's old timey famous. The name sounds familiar, but oh. I don't know what he's. Yeah, he must. He was in the talkies too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have no idea what he's saying. Hundred years old. Uh, let's see. We go back to the karate presentation and see Jamie earning his purple belt without using the force, no less. Uh, but sees that his dad was uh, wasn't there to see it, and gets. Uh... Aren't they hitting boxes? Like they're just hitting little boxes. No, they're trying to hit wood. It's wood. It's like blocks of wood with the belt wrapped yeah, around. Yeah, he chopped a wood box open. Mm-hmm. Okay. And purple yeah. purple is a very important color in Minnesota. Like you have the Vikings, you have Prince, <laughs> Purple Rain. You That's know? actually where karate ends in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the black. That's Minnesota's black belt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Got to ship him out to. Illinois to fucking earn anything higher than that. <laughs> so there's just a bunch of bad fighters in, in, in Minnesota. There's <laughs> yeah. a bunch of purple belts. <laughs> Minnesota never wins karate competitions because they stop at purple belts just to honor their citizens. Yeah. So uh, we then cut back to Arnold as he pulls up to the school, but it is way too fucking late. He goes into the gym and finds it totally empty and the janitor cleaning up. Uh, he then goes home to find that Ted is has taken it upon himself to set up their Christmas lights. Uh, and uh, Ted makes sure to mention the karate thing and how he videotaped it for him to fucking rub it in. And I just got to say, Phil Hartman makes such a perfect prick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. As His character is very, like, cringy with all the innuendo and, like, sexual stuff mm-hmm. with the neighbor with the women but like his interactions with arnold are excellent his interactions with it. everybody are just it, they, the, the women are a little well only reader wilson actually but like they're yeah. it's just yeah it's true he, he's most of the other women are like throwing ball. themselves at him yeah 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 totally so arnold goes inside he tries to get chummy with the with jamie and kind of explain but little vader's having none of it ignoring him to watch a commercial for the new turbo man action figure and then going up to his room and slamming the door in Arnold's face. Can can you can you do that to your parents? I'm sorry, but no. Like, That's what I, I was about to say. Is ex- this kid's got fucking balls? Exactly. Like I wouldn't do that to my dad, let alone my dad plus a foot and a couple pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like if I would have slammed the door in their face, I would have got yelled at. Yeah. My my note is I would have got my ass beat had I treated my dad the way Jamie does. And that's yeah. true. Like. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. I mean, if... <laughs> I did. 90... <laughs> but just in the context of the movie, though, Jamie was totally in the right because Arnold does not apologize. He just tries to, like, hey, champ, I heard you got yeah, your purple belt. Absolutely. Like, but I'm sure yeah. I was in the right sometimes, too, as a kid, but yeah, I didn't exactly. fucking know. Like, I don't know. If 90s movies taught me anything, it's that being raised in upper, upper middle class white family <laughs> just must have been nice. You know? You can back talk yeah. to your parents and you won't get hit with the shoe. So that's always good, right? Yeah. Are you talking shoe or are you talking chunkla? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chankla. People vacuum their floors with vacuums instead of a broom. Like, <laughs> shit was good Even on carpet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I meant carpet. Oh, the life yeah. of luxury. <laughs> they, just, they just gave uh, Joe a horse brush and he had to do the whole floor that way. <laughs> uh, so Arnold keeps trying. He goes into the kid's room. Uh, even goes going so far as to do a vaguely racist impression with Jamie's new karate belt. Uh, then the kid basically just ignores him and lays out why Arnold is a shitty father. And this kid basically just destroys Arnold in an argument, uh, calling him out on all his bullshit. Uh, Arnold decides it's easier to just bribe the kid, telling him he's going to make it up to him with the perfect Christmas present. 
uh, which Jamie eventually relents and tells him would be the Turbo Man action figure. Uh, Jamie's room is sweet. Yes. Jamie's room is sweet. He's got a giant Captain America mural on his wall. He's got comic book like pillowcases and sheets. It's full of like comic books and toys and shit. He's got a pretty sweet Penny Hardaway poster. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't see that. Was it Big Penny or Little Penny? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't bring it up with Joe, but it's not Joe that's yeah. afraid of him. <laughs> that's true. I actually, I saw my cousin uh, this past weekend and mentioned that to him, and he did not remember at all. <laughs> but on, on top of that, yeah, that, that's that's a sweet room. Like, Plus his room's probably bigger than mine. His room is huge. Yeah, his room is bigger than my apartment. Upper middle, <laughs> upper middle class white. Yep. Come on, guys. But also, let's be fair. It takes place in like middle America, so yeah, it's true. It's dollar goes much farther. Well, yeah, I mean, probably back then, but Minnesota is also pretty fucking expensive now. So. Is it? Damn. Yeah, it's a tight city. I mean, I've never been there, but everybody's been there. Yeah, it's so fat. It's like dealing with a kid would would suck. Am I right? Yeah, where where you're like, oh man, I, I, sorry, I forgot your thing. I was working actually, you know, like (laughs) all this shit, working. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but go ahead, guilt trip me away, like, dude. Yeah, all these things that make you happy, you know, exactly. Make up for my lack of love. Yeah, exactly. You like, there's a reason I had. There's a reason I had one kid. That's because (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger. But still, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Jamie, you hungry? No, no, exactly. That's my <laughs> fucking point. Little shit. Uh, as soon as he promises to buy Jamie the Turbo Man doll, the kid basically forgives him immediately. And then we see them playing as we fade to Arnold telling his wife what a great daddy is. So, real quick, the whole premise of this movie kind of dies in, what, like six years after it was like... Uh... Like, because of internet shopping? Kind of. I Me- still forget to buy shit. I don't, I don't know. know. I think people about. still procrastinate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But Like, like with, with Prime, with, with, with yes, stuff, because two-day like, shipping, right? With but. stuff like uh, like that. But, eh. Like, Arnold, Arnold just would have paid two grand for the, to buy the Trouble, Trouble Man off for, like, a scalper on the internet. That's true. Stub he Hub, probably yeah. would have been able to get one from yeah. online, from a reseller. Which would have been a way better movie. <laughs> well, to end out, you would end up with like a scene with Rita Wilson. She would have asked him if he got the doll. Then he would have been seeing like you would have seen him for like the next twenty minutes on his phone, all like just the next day trying to find this someone to sell him the doll. The movie would have ended with him meeting someone in an alley to buy the toy, and then dying after being stabbed by a junkie. He steals his wallet. <laughs> but then, like, this isn't any ordinary junkie. He's just been on a similar journey to Arnold. You know, he's he spent all Christmas Eve getting into all sort of hijinks while looking for his holiday season's hottest strain of crack cocaine, which is coincidentally <laughs> called Turbo Man. You know, <laughs> I was gonna say can- candy crack cocaine, but all right, that works as well. That's what happens when I drink. I stopped. I stopped writing last night. At, after writing, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop writing. These dramatic, <laughs> these dramatic Arnold movies are rotting your fucking brain. Yes, <laughs> yes. I loved, I loved uh, the Batman episodes where you guys were doing the puns, and uh, and Aaron was like, ah, oh, God, I was, I, I shouldn't do this while drinking, and then, and you're like, I stayed up to like two, two, two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it reminded me of that Family Guy bit where he's like, Peter makes a pun. And then Brian's like, "You stay up late working working on that." He's like, "Ah, oh, like two, 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 two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not that late." Oh, that's uh, a real life Aaron Frescas. I like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I was just have to note how he thinks promising to buy his kid a toy is the same thing as like real bonding. <laughs> He's like, "We were really bonding in there." And it's like, "No, you promised to buy him something, and he got really happy." Oh, is it? Uh, <laughs> 
Okay. Probably it's good to know for having a yeah. kid. It's good to uh, know for being married. Yeah. <laughs> His wife reminds him that he was supposed to have gotten the Turbo Man doll two weeks ago, which he clearly didn't do, but he lies and tells her it's taken care of. I, I love how he doesn't realize that he doesn't have the toy until Rita Wilson asks him if he has it. Yeah. Like he just spent the last, what, at least 20 minutes talking exactly. to Jimmy about the toy. <laughs> She's like, do you have the toy? He's like, oh my god, I don't have the toy. Like in his head, he's like, oh, you, you're right. I don't have it. It makes me curious, if, like, when exactly he would have figured out that he did have it. Like, if Anakin Skywalker is <laughs> opening up his presents all of a sudden, he's like, holy Brattenheimer, I forgot the doll. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> uh, this show is dumb. I just find that, uh, like. A little like the uh, suspension of disbelief. Like it's, it's a little hard to believe that Arnold would be such a pathological liar to his spouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he just so, straight up fucking lies to her and yeah. hard and like doubles down on yeah, it. Yeah, and what I didn't realize was that he's lying to her literally two days before Christmas, or like a no, day and is, a half yeah, before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, this is <laughs> Christmas Eve, the, Eve. The very next day is Christmas Eve. Uh, right. So anyway, we go to the next morning. Uh, Arnold is leaving the house and his wife is asking him, why the fuck are you leaving on Christmas Eve? And he tells her he left the doll at the office and that he's going to go get it. Uh, Jamie, who is eating breakfast, reminds him that today is the big holiday parade, which he has missed for the past two years for some reason. Uh, so he needs to be back in time for that. And uh, we also find out from Jamie that Turbo Man is going to be in the parade. And they say Turbo Man a whole bunch at this part of the movie. And I just really love the way Arnold says Jobo man, like there's a fucking Y in it. <laughs> yeah, Turbo man. Jobo man. Now, do you think that uh, he didn't make it to that parade because he was at the mattress store working, or because he was uh, fucking his maid and starting? <laughs> <at that family? laughs> no, I think he was fucking Ted's wife. That's why she Ooh. left. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Nice. And yeah, evidence just keeps stacking up that uh, Arnold's. A- really fucking terrible thought like between all the shit that just happened last night the fact that he like jamie clearly remembers that he hasn't been to the parade in the last two years even though it's the thing that he it's like the thing he thinks of as being their christmas tradition but he hasn't been there right i did like yeah. how i did like the writing in that parts where like he's like plus you we got to go to the christmas parade we do it every year well actually you didn't do it last year well actually you didn't do it the year before that yeah. either like <laughs> yeah my kid's like what Two, three years old? Like, fuck. <laughs> he remembers I think, back that far. I think seven like or eight, so like that's like his entire yes. memory. Yeah, like fucking... <laughs> that's what he thinks Christmas I, is. I just, my favorite part of the scene was how she serves fucking Arnold and her. Just It's just a half half a grapefruit, orange juice for breakfast for them. Fucking white people, you know? And then yeah, he's his, on a low-calorie diet. You gotta watch your so weight, that, you know? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's and, not a fucking slob like us. What are you talking about? Oh, I, I, yeah, okay. I was like, <laughs> does that, is that what people eat just in half a grapefruit? Like, <laughs> it, that just sounds like white people shit to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My, my Mexican daddy loves grapefruit, so. I don't like grapefruit, but. It's disgusting. Grapefruit's disgusting, but, yeah. I mean, he, that's I like, mean, half a grapefruit doesn't sound like enough calories for the body type of uh, bodybuilder. Yeah. That's true. He's like, where's the bacon? Give me the meat. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and then, uh, did you already mention how he says, I'll be there, I promise? No. Okay, go ahead. Then he says, I'll be there, I promise. <laughs> Basically, yeah, as he's leaving, he just promises Jamie, like, very earnestly 
that he's gonna he's gonna make it to the parade before walking out the door which is like as good a time as any to for the kid to find out that like his parents probably gonna break a lot of promises you know yeah. <laughs> yep. well also probably he, the time. they they totally missed the thing where he's like i'll be there trust me <laughs> like, why didn't they have that in there that's like his that's main true. line that's true <laughs> he's probably said that in more stuff than he said i'll be back in too i think so yeah arnold heads out he runs into ted on his way out to the car and Ted's new reindeer, who seriously does not like Arnold, tries to fucking attack him. Ted is just generally an asshole, making fun of him for waiting last minute to get the toy and talking about all the charitable shit he does around Christmas. And Arnold does not try to hide his fucking disgust for Ted. <laughs> he's pretty open about it. I, I I love Phil Hartman's character in this. Yeah. Like, he's just... everyone knows someone that's like that. Just like super nice. Really like, oh, I fucking hate that guy. Like, you know. Was he... He, he plays every, it so well. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone has someone like that. Like, but for me, that's Richard. But you know, <laughs> everyone has someone like that. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of the same character in Small Soldiers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the annoying neighbor. Yeah. He he just plays it so fucking well because he's like he's super. He's basically saint like when he's talking to somebody, and then as soon as nobody's around, he's like he fucking jerks the ranger. He's like, come the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. like, I remember him yelling yeah. at the kids, but like, yeah, that, yelling at the kids that is, is my great scene in this movie. We'll get there. <laughs> Big time. But I, I do like the, the reindeer bit. Like I said, all the bits with Arnold and Phil are excellent. Like, oh, and I really like how he calls them. How it's he doesn't normally like, he, he doesn't seem to like you. Oh, just... <laughs> Must be your aftershave or something. <laughs> so good. Uh, uh Let's see. Oh, and also I forgot to mention Ted, after finding out where Arnold is going, uh, Ted tells him he got little Johnny a Turbo Man months ago. Uh, He's just generally a self-righteous asshole about it. Uh, Let's see. We see Arnold rolling up to a crowded toy store before it opens. And, of course, immediately being an impatient asshole to the employees inside. And to everyone else that was waiting in line, he just cuts right to the front. Yeah, I mean, there's no real fucking line, but he definitely shoves his way to the front like he's going to get in the door for, I don't know. I was going to say, I, A, I totally did that at Comic-Con to watch nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but B, that fucking retail guy, like, that is, that's the least believable part of this movie. Because that retail guy's like, hey, 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 like, me, yes, like, all smug definitely. and shit. It's like, no. Any motherfucker working retail right then is like gut, like praying to the Lord. Like, dude's yeah. about to get fucking storming the beaches of Normandy. Like, shit's about to get fucking real. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Missing their rosary and like, saying <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> also, any real retail worker in that situation probably has shit to do and is not just waiting in front of the door with his fucking keys. <laughs> Dangling, Dangling them in front of everybody. He's just, just the like, asshole out of the thing. See, this is yeah. why I get gift cards. <laughs> like,. Some people say that's not a thoughtful gift, but I think I put plenty of thought in the gift and I personalize it for whoever I get them for. Like one year, I got Chris one for In-N-Out because I know he likes to eat food, you know? Yeah, well, that's pretty thoughtful. Exactly. He does it like every day. I use that immediately. Arnold, Arnold should have gotten Jamie a uh, a Turbo Man gift card. Uh, I, th- yeah. I thought you were going to say karate Movie over. Card. But then, like, the next year, I got him one for Panda Express because I saw a Panda Express cup in his car. And I was like, you know, you got to be observant when you're trying to get gifts. Among the 40 other fast food cups in my car. Yeah, but, you know, I noticed that one first. So, you know, you just got to be observant. You know, that that's how you make a connection with people. And, I and I've never felt closer it. to Aaron, I got to tell you. Exactly. Okay. That, yeah, that's you're like, this guy gets me. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're brothers. 
Yeah. Well, so have any of you boners waited all night for a release like that? Or did, did just like not all night, but like waited in a line like that? Because I've never done for that before. A movie? Like, no, no, for, for like, a, movie, a, for a, like a, toy. a toy or for any sort of product. Like a Black Friday thing or anything. Or like, like an Apple iPhone or something. Yeah, this is going to sound really sad. I just used to go to Black Friday because it was like, it was an excuse to spend all night out with my friends. Ooh, okay. I, I actually That's did it. that before. I waited uh, maybe like 10, this had to be like 2008 or 9. Uh, so yeah, like around 10 years ago. Um, I waited in Black Friday line at Best Buy and then I ended up just buying like a regular price TV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yep. Yeah, I would either I would either buy nothing or buy a video game again, regular price. Like, yeah, I like you. The the can just imagine the Best Buy place. Like, sir, sir, there's deals right here. Like, no, just I want that one. Gotta have this one. Exactly. Gotta have it. They're like, that's not even a good TV. I'm like, the customer's always right. Jesus, fucking Christ! It's Christmas. Stop being fucking asshole. The only Black Friday thing I ever bought is when I worked at Circuit City and they were having, I heard Arrested Development was really good. This was like 2005 and I managed to find season two in an outcuff. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say. See? Now I know what to get him for this year for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, I grabbed one of the DVD, like season two and fucking like kicked it under the little checkout booth we were at. It was like, oh, you guys need more Arrested Development? Like, our system says there's one more, but we don't know where it's at. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I fucking got it and bought it and watched season two. I was, it was great. <laughs> uh, that's really that's really savvy. I never did anything like that, and I wish I would have. There was like, I used to work at Little Caesars, and people would some like once every hey, four pepperoni. months, <laughs> someone would order anchovies, and like. I worked there with my brother for a while, and when I, I hated making that pizza because it's so gross. Like I don't like anchovies, and I don't want to touch them and all that shit. Uh, and then after I'd worked there, you know, my brother would be like, "We we talked about it," and he's like, "Oh, whenever they just ordered that, I just said we didn't have them." And I was like, "Oh man, why didn't you tell me that?" He's like, "I'm not gonna tell you that." Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, so I like it. I appreciate your moxie. <laughs> All right, so uh, while he's in line, Arnold gets stuck. Tuck- while he's in line, <laughs> he gets Arnold sucked. He got sucked. <laughs> he got God sucked. Damn it. Yeah, it's just bear with us. Chris is uh, touched right now. He was just drinking out of the In and Out cup that Aaron bought him for Christmas. <laughs> he's tearing up a little bit. So <laughs> it's all right, man. It's okay. I can make it. <sighs> uh, while in line, Arnold gets stuck talking to Myron, a postal worker. Also trying to find a Turbo Man for his son and played by Sinbad. Uh, Sinbad proceeds to do a two-minute stand-up routine slash rant, uh, getting more unhinged as he goes until he literally begins strangling an older white lady. Okay, and I changed my mind. Sinbad is actually my favorite character in this, in this movie now. Big time. So, yes, because what he's saying right here just touched my soul. Yeah. Like he starts going off about people. But then, like, on top of that, do you guys think there's any way that Myron didn't believe in that 9-11 was not an inside <laughs> job? Like, he's like, there's no, like, there's no way he's ranting about that after 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, Sinbad sounds crazy, but is mostly right in, like, yeah, everything totally. he's ranting about here. But then is also, like, very undercut by the insane commercialism of this movie. Because <laughs> he's ranting yeah, about, but- like, the toy cartels and how they're, they're brainwashing your kids yes. and, and uh, fucking over hardworking stiffs like him and Arnold. Yeah. 
when the store opens, the cloud the crowd literally stampedes the employee to get to the toys, where Arnold and Sinbad find that the only Turbo Man toy left is his shitty sidekick booster. Uh, <laughs> Arnold asks one of the employees, uh, Chris Parnell, actually, for a Turbo Man, only to have him and everyone in the fucking store laugh at him for being such a moron. Uh, and then Arnold physically accosts him and another employee uh, for laughing at him. And then they tell him that they just sold the last Turbo Man to some lady who just walked out. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Two things about this. Uh, it took me way too long to realize that uh, Booster, like his name, like Rocket Booster, like Turbo Turbo oh, Booster. Oh, man. Whoa. Yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, I didn't get that uh, at all. Earlier when I was watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I still don't get it, but um, it's because he's okay. pink. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. But also, uh, Chris Parnell and the other dude from uh, Commercials School, in the 90s? School of Rock. School <laughs> of Rock. A, wait, what? Was that, that's, that, no, no, that's not Mike. Uh, that's, that's not, not Mike, Mike White. White. No. no, that's. I looked up that dude's. Who do you think? Wait, is? Mike White was the Jack Black's roommate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is. No, yeah, with the, it's it's not Mike White though. Okay. It's he's he's in a bunch of stuff. He's just like he's always that same that character. character. I was actor. Say he's yeah. in a bunch of fucking like '90s commercials and shit. I don't yeah. I don't know what else he was in. But they look, I they look the same. Yeah, he's in a 3D Doritos commercial. <laughs> those those were shitty, but um, <laughs> 3D Doritos. Yeah, they weren't good. Uh, but also they were like. Um, you know, we we got Turbo Man sidekick Booster, and everybody's laughing at him. Yeah. But there's this chick that's holding Booster, like ready to check out, but also laughing at him. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, what's your deal? You know, like, do you think yeah, you Booster's can't be lame? But fucking, fucking laughing. Okay. <laughs> I assume she already has three Turbo Mans for her kids, and is just buying Booster as like a stocking stuffer. I don't know. I love Booster as like the bit that no yeah, one the wants shit upon Booster thing like for the rest of the yes. movie. <laughs> Yeah, but she's because earlier, like in in the opening scene where they're like doing the Power Rangers parody or whatever, Booster, like the only thing he does is like he dances around and he gets kicked in the stomach. And that's literally (laughs) the worst sidekick possible. Yep. Um, And I was going to say, like, I don't know why they shit on Booster so much, but also if somebody gave me an Alpha 5 toy when I was a kid, I probably would have been pretty pissed. Was that the, that's the shitty robot? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't say ay, ay, ay. Yeah, that was his catchphrase. <laughs> the Latino? <laughs> yes. He's a fucking space robot. I don't know what. <laughs> space robot that appropriates a, Mexican a Latino culture. Space robot, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know. He's just a, a racist space robot. Yeah. Space Cholo? <laughs> I do. I will say, uh, uh, when. Arnold gets kicked back to the back of the line before they go in the store, and he's talking to Sinbad. Like Sinbad's fucking huge. Yeah, Sinbad's yeah, tall. He's, he's taller he's than bigger Arnold. than Arnold, yeah. and hmm. like yeah, like it, he's a giant dude. So apparently, Chris Columbus wanted Joe Pesci to play that role, but <laughs> the difference between them was part of the reason why they like the height difference between them was part of the reason why because i think joe pesci is like five two or five four uh-huh. or something like that and Arnold's six two yeah so yeah, <laughs> yeah that that's why he got which i still feel like he could have like it might have been made it funnier to where he's like poking him in the chest <laughs> yeah like like as he's like yelling at him but you know yeah but also like it wouldn't make sense that any of like because simbad overpowers arnold multiple times yeah. in this movie. yeah true like, and that would not happen. Also, he'd just be playing his character from Lethal Weapon. 
Leo or or Home Alone, but like a or Home Alone, but Leo from Lethal Weapon is like he's got a bunch of conspiracies and he does nothing but rant about how how he's getting fucked all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, you think it's funny? <laughs> you you saying me not having a Turbo Man is funny? <laughs> he just murders Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> so. Arnold starts to run after the lady who got the last Turbo Man, but Sinbad knocks him down to get to her first. Arnold responds reasonably, of course, uh, stealing a child's remote control car and driving it around to trip Sinbad and overtake him. <laughs> and I just really love the line reading here where he passes Sinbad and he goes, oh, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> is Sinbad actually on the job right now? I'm pretty sure he is. Well, he's looking for Turbo Man because he's, is there, he's like, literally <laughs> carrying his mailbag and has letters exactly. in every scene. I'm pretty sure he's on exactly. the Exactly. And he drives the mail truck. Yeah, he's got <laughs> his Jeep. <laughs> yeah, this is why there's mail delays around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Like, because they're looking for toys. Uh, I, I, I like the fact that, um, like, when Arnold shook down Chris Parnell, another guy, to get the info that, like, the woman, a woman just bought the last Turbo Man. She had it on layaway. It's just Arnold and Sinbad, who's like an equally big dude, and they're chasing after this woman, like who bought the like what are they gonna what are they gonna yeah. do when they catch her? That's my next point, is that for some reason the lady with the doll doesn't react well to Arnold chasing her car through the street like a fucking maniac and she speeds off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just like and he seeing puts out his arms like, What am I supposed to do? What else can I do? I'm trying to chase you. <laughs> Steal this doll Don't even stop you. in the middle of the street to talk to me. <laughs> uh, I got I got to give some props to this movie, though. That kid that he steals the RC car from mm-hmm. was Asian, but he wasn't. He was like Asian American. He wasn't like from Asia Asian. And you just <laughs> fucking did not see that at all back then. Even though he has like the, the only other person in the 90s I can think of is that kid from uh, from Dust Till Dawn. But Jackie Chan, no, from dusk till dawn. But it was still like a point that he was like adopted, you know, like even living in the Bay Area wasn't until like 2010 that I saw like a commercial with just like Asian people as like or Asian American people, you know, not being like from Asia, you know. So good job on this movie. You got one one Asian person who wasn't there just to be Asian. So I would kind of agree with you if two times in this movie they didn't do like karate themed jokes where the guys are going (laughs) yeah that's like we've already seen arnold do it once where he put the karate belt around his head it's the 90s that's progressive for them (laughs) yes i don't fucking know in this like this movie i'm sure we'll talk about it later but like uh it's very much cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you don't view it, like, I think you talked about that on the Batman one also. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't view this movie that way, then it's tough. It makes it tougher to watch. Definitely. But if you view it as a cartoon, then you're like, oh, okay. Like, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially but, at like, the end, we'll get into that. Totally. <laughs> but in that, uh, in that toy, like, in that first toy store scene, uh, it is Aaron, my, my girlfriend, uh, Aaron. Wait, my girlfriend, Aaron, Aaron Freskis. Freskis. <laughs> uh, uh, she she pointed out one of her things. So I made yeah, totally. I made her watch this movie uh, with me. We played dominoes to see who gets to pick which movie we watched, and I won. So I made her watch this with me, and she'd never seen it. Um, and some of her biggest takeaways were she found it funny, like ironically funny that the antagonist is a black man. Mm-hmm. And 
and uh, and she also liked all the destruction. And in the first <laughs> Toy Story scene, like when they let the doors open, like they're just like knocking over every yeah. single shelf yeah. in the store, and it's just pure chaos. And yeah, very much, uh, very much a '90s Christmas movie. Yeah, definitely. They destroy everything they interact with, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. So now we cut to Arnold driving all around town for trying to find a toy store that has the doll in stock, but finds only disappointment, ridicule, and booster dolls. Yeah, it's just a good montage of people laughing at him. Exactly. He also went to the Minnesota Children's Museum for some reason. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) Which I'm curious what he thought he was going to find there. Well, there are kids there. They might have a cello. They might sell a table, man. You never know. Like, there might be one in the backpack. It might be at a museum. Or he's just killing time because it's it's an it's a good museum. <laughs> you go there, they, they have a nice display. It it calms me down. <laughs> and I got I got back in my, my zone and then I went and looked for the Tubble Man. And then all like you, you said all the toy stores are like the employees are laughing at him, which like Yeah. Toy Story employees are assholes in the nineties. In this Holy fucking shit. movie. They're like Once a, again, retail store employees do not have time to laugh at you. <laughs> but yeah, but just they they're way too confident. For like, because they're nice, like, yeah, nothing's gonna take us down, and <laughs> gets a last laugh because, like, they're gonna be out of business in like 20 years. What the <laughs> fuck, you, yeah, yeah, like you said, Chris, retail employees do not give a fuck. And there's also uh, yeah. a scene later, you know, where they have the rubber balls and everything, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, like, we're in power now, it's yeah. Like, I was yeah. definitely gonna mention that, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get there, but yeah, so we then cut back to the house back at home. Uh, Jamie and Johnny are playing slash fighting over who's going to be turbo man uh as liz bakes some christmas cookies uh ted comes in and volunteers to watch the kids and the cookies to give liz some time to shower before they go to the parade it's not the only place he comes (laughs) (laughs) but he is sure to be a real fucking creep about it i like how joe had to say that before he threw up his headphones and then ran to the bathroom like he fucking (laughs) dropped his mic it's a good mic drop moment that's my joke of the night baby (laughs) Uh, but yeah, he's such a creep about it. He like gives her a hug to steal her apron, and it's just like yeah, to unbutton her it's apron fun. or whatever. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's very cringy. Like it's tough. Yeah, he does. He's like he, he's like type of guy. You know, he probably drinks alone in his house every night after Johnny's gone to bed. <laughs> Maybe Johnny's wa- woken up a couple times. He's like, why is Dad crying? You know. But like. <laughs> That's all I got for that. I mean, I, there's, there's no, there's no joke there. <laughs> Just like, a little more projection from Aaron. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, when he I, when he hug hugs removes Liz, her apron, yeah. like that smile face that he like, yeah, that's over gives, her shoulder. Yeah. So, the, look, the look up with the roll of the eyes, like them. Like mm, it was yes. like a yeah. yeah, it was like a, a fucking Bill Cosby pudding pop <laughs> smile. Like like it was no, it was it was it like absolutely pudding yeah, pops. Pudding pops. With all the context that that implies now, thousand <laughs> percent. Um, and as as alluded to earlier, this is my favorite scene in the movie. This is my favorite performance in the movie. Ted, after Liz goes upstairs, is like very proud of himself and goes to grab a cookie, and is about to enjoy it when it fucking burns his hand, and all of a sudden he completely <laughs> flips and he goes fuck and then well he doesn't say fuck but he he like yells and then he just yells at the kids and he's like pipe down yeah <laughs> and that is just pipe down super in there. fucking perfect <laughs> it's so uh, good yeah it's amazing uh arnold finds a payphone and he calls the house to try to talk to liz but ted answers instead 
and uh, makes a real show out of how much he's enjoying Liz's cookies. And then Ted, uh, sorry, Arnold gets kind of mad at him and tries to give him a message to give Liz. Uh, Ted mentions that she's in the shower and he can go get her if he wants. And Arnold's like, no. Oh, and then Ted once again mentions he's enjoying the cookies. And we get uh, another one of my favorite lines, which is, put that cookie down. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's perfect. Arnold does leave a message just letting uh, Liz know that he might be a bit late to the parade. Okay, so uh, while looking for promo clips for this, mm-hmm. I happened to find a video and wanted to show you guys. Uh, apparently, the put the cookie down line was a meme or something a few mm-hmm. years back. And I don't remember it. But anyway, um, there's a video. Is this the, uh, is it going to be the porn parody jingle all my balls? <laughs> yeah. How did you know? Richard's good. Yeah. I, I, I'd love to say I was looking at videos myself. Just that name is a little ableist for him. Yeah, true. <laughs> I would prefer a more inclusive jingle on my ball. Yeah. Uh, parentheses S. Yeah. If I don't know, <laughs> jingle all the balls that I have. <laughs> jingle Which could be way. one or more, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's E.T., the extra testicle, you know? You got the third one. <laughs> Good. Howard, is there something bothering you? Because this time of year, there's a very high incidence of stress-related breakdown. that slaps yeah. <laughs> when i found it i was like do i do i want to absolutely yeah i was like yeah, i just wait till like part comes up uh. <laughs> that's the best thing about being like a comedian or like a podcaster or someone working in a comedy like that's part of your work is looking up scouring the internet for <laughs> clips like that yeah. just find yeah. yeah there there were more there apparently like i said apparently that was a thing so there were more <laughs> of those but i found that one first and then I found another one that was like a uh, like a someone doing that same thing, but it, they tried to make it a hard rock thing. Mm-hmm. And then after I was that, I was like, I probably shouldn't look up anymore because that first one is so yeah. good. They're only gonna get it's all downhill from there. Yeah, yeah exactly. It took, it took on the steam hams. Took took on that mantle. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, after Arnold gets off the phone, he happens to run into Sinbad again, who says he wants to team up in search of the toy. Uh, it's I like this line here. He says we could team up like Starsky and Hutch, Bonnie and Clyde, <laughs> Ike and Tina. Wait, not Ike and Tina. Tina left, and I was like, 
Sinbad, Ooh. you are on the wrong side of the Ike yeah. Tina face. Yeah, that's, that's what you should mean. Like, he's like, I don't want to make that comparison because she left him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, famed San Marcos resident, Ike Turner. So, Oh, yeah, I oh. forgot about that. Yeah, my brother used to live next to him, and my brother's roommate <laughs> oh, dated his Jesus. girlfriend at the time. Ike's girlfriend at the time. That, it wow. was it, like a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, I guess Ike used to try by and give the old stink eye so um jesus yeah <laughs> all right uh, good times <laughs> i haven't asked him about that in fucking 20 years i i, I should again also uh happy birthday jeff love you man happy birthday, birthday jeff. jeff happy birthday yeah. jeff i'm 40 now oh damn yep getting old i'm sure i'm sure ike is giving you the stink eye from down below yeah <laughs> Special birthday, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Arnold declines this partnership, and uh, and as Sinbad calls him a racist for it, uh, a dude comes running down the street yelling to his buddy in the car about some toy store that uh, got in a late shipment of Turbo Mans. And that, like, that strikes me as a dumb thing to do if you're a dude on the hunt for Turbo Mans. Like, I know you got the dude in the car waiting, and he's about to take off and take you to the store, but I don't know. It just seems like a bad idea. You can just get in the car. Yeah, and it's not just the turbo men. It's the turbo women and turbo children, too. <laughs> so. You got to think about all the turbo people. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a terrible idea for someone who's on the hunt for the toy, but a perfect idea if you're a genius movie writer. That's right. Yeah. got to tie up those loose ends (laughs) Uh, as Arnold and Sinbad both take off Arnold accidentally backs into a parked motorcycle which turns out to be a cop's the cop who turns out to be the same cop who pulled him over the night before Uh, so Arnold gets out of the car and he's like wrestling with the motorcycle trying to lift it up and leave before anybody notices and it's like dude you are picking the exact wrong time to like respect the law or whatever like last night you were gonna drive on the side of the fuck freeway to get where you were trying to go which is extremely dangerous but today you won't leave a hit and run of a parked motorcycle that turns out to be a car i don't know it just seems yeah. real stupid if there's any kids listening uh just want to point out that chris is suggesting that you hit it and quit it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah that's exactly right if hit you a cop get car turbo man just leave. bail yes yeah. and i am also saying fuck the police Fuck him. Amen. Yeah. And that's coming straight from the underground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe he learned his lesson. <laughs> he learned his fucking lesson. He does not learn his fucking... He doesn't learn any goddamn lessons in this that's movie. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We cut now to the Mall of America, where Arnold is arriving to the toy store, just as the store manager is starting a lottery system to decide who's going to get one of the Turbo Man dolls. Uh, and I just, I really like the, the power grubbing of the store manager here in this scene because he has fucking had it with these goddamn customers. He's like, he's like, quiet down, quiet down. I will not tell you again. And he's fucking, yeah. He makes up the lottery system where he's going to hand out a bunch of different colored bouncy balls and whoever picks the right colors is will have a chance to buy the dolls. But he also mentioned that he's going to double the price of all the toys which um, they complain about but it seems like more than reasonable i mean you guys yeah, are degenerates yeah. 
Yeah, you're yeah. out here literally on Christmas Eve, and you're getting a chance to buy that toy that fucking everybody in the city wants. I don't exactly, know. have a foresight, yeah. dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> and also this is the part that Joe was talking about earlier. So there's two employees who are supposed to be handing out the bouncy balls, and when the manager mentions that he's going to double the price of the toys, they look at each other and smile knowingly, as if they're going to see any fucking profit from <laughs> yeah. that. Like, what the fuck are you guys? <laughs> Yeah. Working for minimal wage. It's <laughs> like what Yeah, if if my manager was like, I'm doubling the price of everything, I'd be like, All right, am I getting a fucking raise or what? You know? I'd be like, like okay, I'm picking all the balls that are the red color. Yeah. What the fuck are you <laughs> like? Or just let me buy all of yeah. them and then I'll sell them to these jabronis. Exactly. I'll resell them and make a profit. Yeah. yeah. But uh the employees that are handing out the little uh lottery bouncy balls can't handle the crowd. So at some point they decide that they're just going to fucking toss their buckets full of balls out into the crowd. And it is pandemonium. Uh, The crowd becomes more of a riot. Arnold manages to get his hands on a ball when (laughs) Sinbad sprays him with mace and steals (laughs) the fucking ball. It's a good move. So so as a result, Arnold claims that Sinbad has two balls. He yells out, he has two! Uh, And the crowd attacks uh sinbad and he loses the ball and i just again i want to note that sinbad is a fucking maniac and also that arnold is mostly impervious to mace because he gets up after like five seconds he's pretty much fine like 20 (laughs) seconds later which uh, i was just like he definitely recovered from it like someone who's been mace before so (laughs) he's like i'm just building up a tolerance every time it just every time it hits me i'm like ah, it hurts a little less it's like he's yeah Oh, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, I think this is my favorite scene of the movie, just because, like, Arnold's like, ah, he maced me! And then, like, he got two! He got two! Get him! <laughs> That's um, the most just that part of the, yeah, part of the movie. Exactly. Oh, and, and this is the part where Sinbad yells Rodney King, right? Yes, yes. that's the end. Yes, it <laughs> yeah. is. So the crowd attacks him, and he makes a Rodney King joke. <laughs> anyway. It's more of a reference. Uh, right. Yeah, I guess it's more of a reference, but it's played as a joke in the movie. Uh... So Arnold now chases the world's bounciest ball across the Mall of America until it ends up in the hands of a little girl who then goes to, to like, the mall playground. A little girl with the worst haircut. (laughs) Uh, He chases her all around the playground and tries to take the ball away from her but is driven away by the mothers there. And again, I have to point out, he's not willing to hit and run the fucking parked cop motorcycle but he is absolutely willing to appear as a child predator <laughs> in the middle of a crowded mall for the chance for this toy like what the fuck are his priorities i'm not I a pervert and hitting me i was so he's like i might be a pervert but i do not hit and run <laughs> um but i don't know he could have just been like that kid is about to swallow the ball i was trying to save the kid she got a bouncy ball in her mouth. She could have choked. All of a sudden, his voice changes to that. The kid was yeah. trying to swallow a ball. Come on. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. I'm just trying to get the ball. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Turns into hand hey. clay. Oh. <laughs> in here. But he's chasing after that ball. Like, that, that they haven't even called the lottery yet. It's just one of, like, thousands of balls yes. that they threw in the air. And, yeah, like, he's seriously. going after that one specifically. Also, I kind of forgot to mention, they toss all the balls up in the air. Arnold and Sinbad are clearly the two tallest dudes in that crowd, and they cannot 
grab the balls that are like right there in front of them. All the balls hit him in the face, which I wanted to make a yes. ball in the face joke, but I couldn't think of anything <laughs> that right away. Uh, yeah. To me, it's uh, it's that hot dog's uh, gift that you like so much. Where oh where, yeah, that's, where, that's, <laughs> a, good, that's yeah. a good time. Yeah. Someone's yes, it just like that, but with with balls. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, but yeah, like uh, this is a very uh, eye opening thing for just like aspiring filmmaker inside in me, like where when they throw the balls in the air, there's like 30 different scenes of like them all falling and catching the balls and then fighting over each other. Like yeah. there's nothing linear about it. It was just kind of like a montage. And I was like, Oh, you can do that. Like you can, yeah. you can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can make this make no yeah. sense and it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But on that one ball thing, like Richard, I think you would be the one to respect that the most, like just being obsessed with the one. Ball. Yeah. You got to protect, like, if you, know. you got one ball, you got to protect it. Uh, that is, you know, that's yeah. a, that's a good point. You know, I take back everything I said about that. I respect. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That's another one too. Like you just do like, Hey Richard, how many balls do you have? He got two. There you no. go. I'll take <laughs> no, that. No, yeah, Arnold, please don't. Yeah. Got two. Get for Richard. This is a really awkward. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. Arnold. That's, that, that's, that's why, that's why they went after him. Like those were a bunch of like cancer survivors that they were like, he like, it's like, he's got two. And they're like, fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's a show off. <laughs> yeah, he's a show off. All right, I, I can stop making one ball jokes if you want. Oh, keep know. going. No. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Just beat it like a speed bag, man. Let's 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 get some laughs out of this baby. <laughs> I hope that was intentional. Uh, so, so after Arnold is accosted by all the mothers at the playground. He walks away complaining about the lack of turbo men in his life uh, when <laughs> when the fucking mall Santa stops him and offers to get him a doll. Uh, Arnold is unsure at first, but soon realizes he has no other options, but he's kind of a dickhead to the mall Santa. And like just the thing that keeps piling up in this movie is that Arnold loves to fucking push people at exactly the wrong time when he has no cards in the. Yeah. He's like, just naturally shitty. Yeah, like just all the time. I feel uh, like he's just yeah. lost hope at this point. He's like, "Oh, you have one? Come on, you 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 work as a mall Santa. What are you gonna do? You gonna give me a turbo man doll? You're poor. You know that was just <laughs> he is he is classist in this movie towards yeah, Sinbad. Classist, big time. But I I do like uh oh shit I I lost it. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! I don't think I don't do I don't do anything. Okay. Uh, First of all, did you mention who this person was played by? The Santa? Not yet. Okay, no. go for it. Well, I'm not going to for a minute. Okay, yeah. Do you want to bring it up ahead. now? Oh, okay, wait, 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 oh, okay. wait. Sorry, I remembered what I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, it was before they were... Fuck Jim Belushi. Before they were <laughs> throwing... <laughs> <laughs> He's the not funny one, right? <laughs> um, Haters. Uh, <laughs> do you watch uh, talked, Aaron Prescott's According this. to Jim fan? Um, yep. <laughs> Uh, no, it was before uh, they throw the uh, the lottery balls in the air when the, the store manager's like making the speech about the Turbo Man dolls. He does mention, he's like, but we do have plenty of, of uh, Turbo Man's sidekick, Booster, and uh, Sinbad's character. Like, everyone starts booing. Yeah, the whole like, crowd starts boo, booing. We don't and want Sinbad's it. Sinbad's character goes, <laughs> we don't want it. We don't want it. <laughs> That's my favorite line in this movie. It's so great. dumb. But like, He's so he angry about it, it too. Yeah, He's yeah. <laughs> Sinbad is a good actor. So, <laughs> yep. He was excellent. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so, 
Arnold uh, drives the Santa and his elf, who are played by, uh, well, Santa's played by uh, Jim Belushi, uh, to a seedy warehouse to go get the toy. I just really like this part. Uh, they they get to the warehouse, and Arnold is asking him some question about the toy, <laughs> and Jim Belushi goes, who are you, Dan Rather? What is this, 60 <laughs> Minutes? Who are you, the Question King? And I'm just like... <laughs> Clearly, they just decided to use, like, all of Belushi's improv takes at once. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? But yeah, we talked about this in the intro. Uh, I don't know why everybody shits on Jim Belushi. Or in this movie, James Belushi. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, he's fine. He, he doesn't do anything he's wrong. He's actually, he's decent in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Just because his I'm brother bad. is allegedly more funny. I don't know. I didn't watch. I wasn't alive in the 70s. Exactly. Why does everybody exactly. hate Jim Belushi? Exactly. Well, I just call him the not funny one. And to be fair, I call him the not funny one. And I call uh, John Belushi the dead one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be. I mean, shit, my brother is funnier than I am. So am I the Jim Belushi? Am I not funny? Yes. Not, oh. <laughs> to, to answer your question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like you said, everyone shits on him. But I don't mind him either. He's fine. Like that. that I like how Joe and I have the same comments. He's fine. Yeah. yeah, he has his funny moments. Uh, none of them come to mind right now, but I don't. I'm sure there <laughs> yeah. are some. I remember Mr. Destiny being a good movie. I, I don't I know like that movie. I, I didn't even know that that was a movie. Years, yeah, but, but uh, yeah. Well, and you know what? I'm going to say it. I prefer Jim Belushi over John Belushi because what did John Belushi do? Was so great. He acted like a buffoon frat guy in Animal House. I, I, I don't fucking seen that movie. I, yeah, I haven't it, seen Blues Brothers. What the fuck am I? Want to watch a bunch of guys driving around the car the whole time? I don't fucking care about that shit. Fuck John Belushi is what I'm saying. Yeah, and he stole the whole <laughs> act from Chris Farley. Like exactly, you know, he stole that shit. Although I met Dad Aykroyd, he's chill, so I get it. I get it. You Aykroyd. know what? Chris Farley is better than John Belushi. So yeah, he he was like a hack, Chris Farley. Ugh. Yeah, John Belushi sucks. We're gonna go up to the Hollywood Cemetery where he's buried. We're all gonna drop a bunch of shitters on it. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, no. Yeah. When we're gonna send uh, Jim like some nice uh, bouquet of flowers and like a fruit basket or something, and just be like, "Hey, you're all right." <laughs> exactly. Not more than that, but yeah, you're all right. <laughs> all right. So one of my favorite things is uh, um, I don't know if you know who John LaJoy is, uh, but he had this stupid song like "Average Everyday oh, yeah. Normal Guy." Yeah. Um, it was just how he's just like a normal guy, but one of the lines is, I've got an according to Jim personality, and that always just makes me laugh because a hilarious reference because the show you you don't even have like no one's this, seen it, but like, you just know it sucks. <laughs> you, just, it's just like a show, yeah. yeah I like yep. that show, <sighs> eh, it was all right. You guys are fucking I'll, I'll, haters. I'll kind of defend Jim Belushi, but that show was actually not very good. Okay, that's a weird uh, defense of Jim, <laughs> Jim Belushi, sorry. but yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so now we enter the warehouse to see some sort of like knockoff toy smuggling operation full of Santas and elves. Uh, and Mrs. He... Santas. Or Mrs. Claus. And Mrs. Santas? I didn't Ms. see Mrs. Any. Claus is the work in the assembly line. Sorry, that is very um, antiquated <laughs> of me. It is not mm-hmm. a Mrs. Santa. My wife is that Mrs. Joe. Mrs. Claus. Shit. Is that why she got mad when I called her that? Yeah. <laughs> you called her a lady Joe. Yeah. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> her name's Joanne. Lady Joe. Please, please, lady. lady. That was my mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, the Mrs. Claus are at the they're at the beginning counting the cash, like when they first walk in. So that's the first people you see. Oh. Wow. I didn't even notice that. 
Maybe I'm the misogynist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So as uh, as the elf that rode over with them goes to retrieve the doll, Arnold kind of questions the integrity of the situation, to which uh, Belushi Santa replies that they are providing a charitable service to kids who have shitty dads like Arnold, mm. uh, and then proceeds to charge $300 for the doll. Uh, Arnold is a little upset, but coughs up the money, uh, but then <laughs> he opens the box to find that the doll speaks Spanish and also immediately falls apart as soon as it's taken out of the box. Um, he tries to get his money back, but it's a no-go. Uh, so he starts insulting a warehouse full of wannabe mobsters in Santa suits, which just doesn't seem like a good idea. Uh, Belushi Santa wants to fight, but Arnold doesn't want to, but also apparently has the same weakness as Marty McFly, because he gets violent as soon as they start calling him a chicken. <laughs> you've, you, you sound like you've never been called a chicken. Is that right? <laughs> I've been called... Way fucking worse than a chicken, and I still ran away. Is there, so I don't know what I you're mean. Is there about. anything worse than a chicken? Let's be real. <laughs> I also like how Jim Belushi starts doing the like Arrested Development chicken dance because he starts doing. Like, <laughs> yep, it was it was the, the <laughs> this, yeah Jeffrey Tambor, San Francisco State alumni. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got like three people. All right, I represent. <laughs> I have zero. I went to San Marcos, uh, so <laughs> I didn't go to college. I bet we've got somebody. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, so they call him Chicken. After he knocks out Belushi Santa, we get yet another vaguely racist Santa with nunchucks who gets knocked the fuck out by Arnold with a giant candy cane. Uh, Arnold starts getting really into beating up all these Santas when all of a sudden Santa Insano shows up to uh, wreck shop. Which is the big show, right? Yes. Yeah. The big show? It's yep. Captain Insano from okay. the Waterboy. Yeah. Oh, it was? Uh, yeah. I did not Paul realize the giant. that. It's excellent. Isn't he in the big show? Yes. Oh, is that yeah, his that's name? his his stage name is yeah. It's Paul the Giant something is what he's uh credited, credited as. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's Paul right. I, Scott Hall is Razor Ramon. But yeah, it's big show. But in in this oh, scene, yeah. just like in the in the intro scene with the Turbo Man, like uh like the fight scenes, they're very there's a lot of like physical gags where like mm-hmm. uh they'll like punch through like four people in one punch or something yeah. or like he swings the candy cane and you hear like the cartoon punch sound as it hits yeah. four Santa's yeah and like knocks people shuffling. over like dominoes and just like <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I wonder like if that's uh Arnold's uh st- like if Arnold's getting in there <laughs> like what if I, I punch like him and they all fall over or like <laughs> or if oh, it's they just, were like, I don't know that's shitty were... in the script like Doing yeah. a lot of blow and watching a lot of Three Stooges at the time. <laughs> like, oh, dude. I was watching like, a lot look of Looney Tunes way- while doing <laughs> drugs. Yeah. yeah. Also, the director had just got done doing the Flintstones movie, which is like literally a live action cartoon. So I'm pretty sure that's just on his okay, mind. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That kind of violence. Yeah. Because he knocks uh, over one of them and they like fold over like a bowling pin or like they just like. Yeah. That's what he does to Jim Belushi. He, he pulls yes. the beard back, lets it hit his face. And Belushi literally goes like head to foot like rolling over <laughs> and over hits a pole <laughs> but he's stiff as yeah. a board yeah like yeah <laughs> really dumb but yeah uh and at this point mini me santa joins in because it's Vern troyer yeah and climbs on arnold's head only to be punched by santa insano <laughs> across the warehouse and i'm certain there are several problematic things about this scene but goddamn if i didn't cackle seeing Vern troyer fly across the room <laughs> but on top of that like the look of joy in arnold's face when big santa <laughs> yeah, yeah. punches mini me he's like yeah he's just like yes 
So he's about to get punched by the big show, and then he ducks so that he punches uh, Vern Troyer instead. And then you see Arnold turn around to watch Vern Troyer fo- <laughs> like fly across the warehouse, and the smile he's got on his face is that of a fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Vern. Oh, yeah. So Tony the elf, which is uh, Belushi's elf, uh, tases Arnold right in his butthole. <laughs> which we find out, which we know is one of his weaknesses. Like that's, that's true. like from collateral damage and everything. That's his kryptonite getting tased. He can go yep, through anything that, else, but get mace. That makes I sense. thought you were saying his butthole is his weakness. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting tased in his butthole is like that's like the Death Star, like you know, porthole yeah. for for yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. His his Achilles anus. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so he gets tased in his butthole, which allows all the other Santas to dogpile on him. Uh, Luckily, he is saved when uh, the cops bust in to take down the Santa ring. And also, luckily, these are the dumbest fucking cops who have lived. Because Arnold... So they're just cops. (laughs) True. True. So Arnold grabs a toy badge from among the, like, counterfeit toys... And just immediately starts yelling at the fucking sergeant or whoever's in charge of the raid. And the dude just shuts up and takes it because Arnold is yelling. And he tells them that he's undercover and he's been working this toy ring for years and that they just fucked up his investigation. And they let him go. And that's that. Arnold is then driving and runs out of gas and pushes his car to some hole-in-the-wall diner. Which is like the diner that's in every movie that takes place in Minnesota. Which I think is just this in the Mighty Ducks. Is it? Yeah, it's like that Mickey's Diner that looks like a subway car, sort of. Yeah, thing. so I was wondering where that actually is. Is that actually in Minnesota? There's, yeah, that's an actual, like, Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's also uh, the same diner that they used in uh, Star Wars Episode Two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's talking to... Oh, really? Is to, it? To the, the... Dax? Yeah, exactly. Dax, Dax yeah. Where Obi Wan's talking to him, yeah. They actually filmed that in there too. They put a green screen oh, wow. all over everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Back at home, the neighborhood has gathered. <laughs> I was gonna hear someone like if we ever actually get listeners like that's bullshit. Hey, that's yeah. not that's not the same diner. You guys are assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's how we get reviews. Just dirt, dirt vengeance. Just start making up facts. Yeah. Do you know Arnold Schwarzenegger actually? Uh... Wait a minute, that wasn't Anakin Skywalker. That was he was playing a kid named Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hey, did you know uh, Arnold was actually played the role of Count Dooku in Episode Two? <laughs> Of Star Wars. Um, yeah, Arnold did the mocap for General Grievous. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually overdid his voice because it wasn't believable. Yeah. Well, yeah. and how they did the mocap was they had him in his arms, but they had Danny DeVito behind him doing <laughs> the other arms. So that's how they got the forearms for that scene. So, little known fact, there you go. I saw it. I saw that. I watched Look it up. Danny <laughs> Uh, okay and i think we're gonna wrap it up right there this week uh so make sure you tune in next week next week we will give you your christmas present which is actually just the second half of the movie summary and uh joe taking us through the credits and you know probably more of us making fun of richard's lack of a testicle so uh on behalf of all of us at the podcast uh, i want to wish a happy holidays to everyone and i guess there's nothing left to say except dear the party rigster 